Hello, welcome, welcome back to the SMT Taco Experience, and welcome. Oh wait, I fucked it up to the SMT Taco Experience. <laughs> I fucked it up. We're saying oh. we're keeping it. You're not cutting this. <laughs> we're cutting welcome it. Back. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the S and M Taco Experience. I'm With your, your host, host, uh, Jizz Waffle, and I'm your host M. <clears throat> oh. Shit, yeah, no, I'm your host, S. Fuck, you fucked up already. That's <laughs> oh, okay. That's okay. I, Every- just had, I had come on the mind. Uh, <laughs> as uh, one does. As one does. Oh, man. <clears throat> but yeah, welcome back. This is, this is episode... Episode seven and a half. Episode of- 7.5. The, the previous attempts at recording episode seven haven't gone well. No. <laughs> Lucky number seven. Not if this is any indication. <laughs> More like unlucky number seven. More like unlucky episode seven. This is what they should call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, man. Uh, Off to a getting... stress start. How's <laughs> everyone doing this week? How's everyone doing this week? Have you asking good? Have you come down and doing good today? Yeah. We want to hear from you, the fan, the cum dog themselves. The only fan <laughs> that we have. Well. Mark, I want to hear from you. <laughs> Please. Yeah. All right. Once this episode, like once our podcast blows up, though, just statistically a Mark will have watched this and be like, whoa, whoa. They're, they're talking about me. <laughs> and we will have been. We will have been. So Mark, in the future, this is for you. This, this whole episode is dedicated to you, Mark. Oh. We love you. And we're going to play your greatest hits. Bro, I love Mark. Like I've missed him. I've missed him in a minute. I I've never seen him in my life, and I miss him. I know. I I, uh, I know. I, I feels like I just I, I have this vision of him in my head that I just keep yeah. to myself. You know, it's gonna be like at the end of Titanic when she died, and then rather than like the man that she had children with and like lived her life with, she ends <laughs> up with Leonardo DiCaprio, who she spent like one night with. <laughs> That's what my heaven will be like. I'm going to die. And then rather than my wife and kids, it'll be Mark. Well, I mean, well, think about it, though. Think about it, though. Her husband wasn't the one bonered down in the back of that Model T. I'm sure they fucked many a strange place during their 40 years of marriage or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I was going to say, she was probably like, like 40-something at most, which probably is accurate for the time being. Yeah, I mean... At a certain point in a relationship, you just start like fucking in random places, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's, it's funny you say that. It's funny you say that because, like, for a while, like, so for so for a while, it's every guy's dream to be with someone you know who's on birth control, right? Because sure. just imagine, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, I don't know, I don't know. For me, it was like the the, the possibility of being able to, uh, how do you say this, to breed was scary the possibility was scary but once mm. the was the once the birth control came out and once birth control happened oh my god oh my god my life was changed forever sure sure what do you mean sure yeah have you been with the girl on with birth control uh yeah yeah and did you... I, was, I was agreeing with you, and then you started like hammering the point in as if I was like disagreeing with you, but I wasn't. <laughs> I was on the, I was on the same page. Yeah, birth control is sick. You're just setting up all these roadblocks, Sean. There's no way to get to you. I 
no, I agree. I like birth control. I like dumping in chicks and not having to worry about about having a child. Uh, 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 <laughs> that's honestly, it's always what I ask, like mid, like when I feel that I'm about to come, I'm like, oh, shit, are you on birth control? And then if they say yes, bombs away. And if they say no, bombs away. But now I have to look into moving. God, how do I fucking reach this idiot? Okay, okay, imagine... <laughs> All right. Okay. So, so you're with me though. You're with me though, right? So mm. cool. Now on the daily, here I am, just <laughs> blowing seed, and and you know, just just that's not a good one. Just breeding, just just like <laughs> that's not better. <laughs> just breeding, you know, like just with 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 ill regard, with no regard for for mm-hmm. safety that comes with it, right? Sure. Give it a few years, it's cool, right? But okay. now, now the the partner, the birth control is a. Uh, it's kind of on the fritz. We're about to be due now, and so we're kind of having to be careful, of, you know, where I come. So at this point, it has now mm-hmm. turned into a fetish for them to be begging me to not come inside. Oh, and do you do you abide by their wishes? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> have you ever? And you know. I, I suppose this is because it's like a biological imperative. But have you ever really wanted to get a girl pregnant? Like in the moment <laughs> where you're like, where you're like, I know I, I'm not supposed to, but man, she like, she's a good looking lady and it would be awesome to have kids. With her. Uh, okay. And that's the thing. It's not pregnant. I wouldn't want to get pregnant. The whole like breeding part. Yes. Getting pregnant and the 18, 18 years of consequences after that. No. Like, I, I think that, that's in... actually for me, that was actually one of the reasons why I like, I just, I fucking, I was just so, so nervous about having sex. Like, I just didn't have sex for a long time because I was just so fucking scared of like having a kid. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't have that experience. <laughs> no, <laughs> Honestly, as I get older, I'm always just like, cause I, I, I dated this girl for a long time and we had a scare. Then we kind of broke up and she ended up actually having a kid like not too long after. And that kid's like eight or nine years old now. And it's like, that could have been me, man. I could have been a dad. I could have, I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody. (laughs) Would 19 year old S though been making the good decisions to raise a kid? I would have probably joined the military. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. No, uh, absolutely. absolutely. In, in that situation, dude, I think I was still the janitor of a sex shop during that time. Can't raise oh. a kid. Can't raise a kid on that on that uh, budget and er- around that world. Nah, nonsense. <laughs> just you gotta like just rent just rent them rent them an arcade room like for the entire day. Lock yeah, it right? off so they can't get out. <laughs> no one can get in. It's all good. Yeah. Just keep my kid locked in that room that's just constantly playing porn in the background. <laughs> just you can give him like Fortnite or something. I mean, when you think about it, they they keep talking about how like you know the sex education for for young people is very important. It's like then then at what age is it acceptable to show your kid just hardcore pornography? <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, better what better way to educate them than throw them into the deep end? You know? Yeah. Do you think they do that during like during bar mitzvahs? Like some like hardcore bar mitzvahs are like, like congratulations it's on the like, sniff. Son, you're gonna be a man, so you need to watch Backdoor Sluts Nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's the video that turned me into a man. 
they don't they don't circumcise you at your bar mitzvah. They circumcise you when you're born. No, no, for tradition for traditional Jewish like tradition, it's during the bar mitzvah. No, it's during bris. It's a different. It's a different celebration day. It's, it's when they're Jamie, born. Jamie, Jamie pulled it up, <clears throat> and that's when the rabbi like sucks the baby dick. Yeah, I I don't know if I told you about this. <laughs> so there's generally a guy on my Facebook who was, you know, uh, generally anti-Semitic. Because, <clears throat> like, literally every political discussion would devolve into him blaming Israel, which, like, you know, hashtag free Palestine. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a Zionist or Israel supporter. But... <laughs> but... But it, it got to the point where he was constantly... Every single political issue was boiling. It's like me with capitalism, but he was blaming everything on Israel and that it was like Jews were secretly mm. controlling everything, right? And it started going into like, oh, this guy's just like an anti-Semite. Um, and then he shared like this article about like rabbis sucking baby dicks, right? And I was like, well, I, I don't believe most of what this guy says about Jewish people because he's very anti-Semitic. And then it, but it turns out that that's a real practice. That's like a real thing that they do. Like, uh, it's like a certain sect of of Judaism. But basically, after after the old snipperuni, the rabbi will suck the blood out of the baby's dick. <laughs> and like, there there is like an article about like how a bunch of babies were getting herpes from it. And I was like, oh shit, this is a real thing. So hot take here. But uh, I'm coming out strong against sucking baby dicks. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no. We're going to get canceled now. Call me a maverick. <laughs> but uh, no, um, I'm generally probably against circumcision, like, period, at this point. I mean, I was circumcised and I got lucky that, like, you know, everything, everything functions properly. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things that you just never think about, right? Like, whatever that's just the cultural norm until like a few years ago this dude like sent me an email asking me to donate to some sort of like charity that was for like men who received botched circumcisions oh when they yeah were babies yeah and like he was talking about how he can't even like get hard or it, like oh, no. or it fucking like hurts because it's just the scarring is too fucked up and like was telling you how like there's other men who like just like have deformed like dicks now and so it got me into this rabbit hole of looking into like what the benefits of circumcision are and it turns out there's not really many no no it's 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 really like in a in like an industrialized country it's just an aesthetic thing like in a place where you can't frequently shower like it might lower the risk of certain like utis and stuff but like if you have a place that has running water, it's not really necessary. Yeah, just scrub your like, dick Yeah, just just wash your cock. Anyway, That's rather me. than rather than get some sort of <laughs> invasive surgery and cut your genitals, <laughs> just just give me give me a little little scrub Rudy every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, just a little like put the steel wool to it, you know, a little Brillo pad. Maybe don't do that. <laughs> So funny story. Funny story. Tell me, Sean. When I was like twelve, right? Okay. Twelve or thirteen. I I had not had sex up to this point. 
But <laughs> I got it in my mind that I somehow got genital warts. I was like, I don't know how you did it, but <laughs> like you got it from a toilet seat or something, man. Uh, but they were, I guess they were just like postules or whatever. Just like oh yeah, they're called harmless, papules. Harmless little 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 bumps on you on your cock, right? Yeah. Uh, but I at the time I got really scared and convinced that it was it was like genital warts that I like for sure had an STD. And I remember I had a wart on my finger, and I put like a cotton ball soaked in like you know vinegar strapped it on and over a couple of days like it uh it like you know fell off so i tried i didn't want to like tell my parents or anything because i thought they'd get oh, no. they'd get mad so i i tried to do i soaked a cotton ball in apple cider vinegar and taped it to my cock and i was Sean. like okay like this will be fine <clears throat> and then it'll you know I'll wake up tomorrow morning and it'll be it'll be all good that shit after like five <laughs> after like five minutes just burned so bad. I was like, oh god. And so like I ripped it off. I washed off my dick. And like I got like little like acid burns on my cock. Uh, <laughs> like they it scabbed over and everything. I was like, oh no. This is much worse. <laughs> Give me the warts. And then yeah, it turns out I didn't even have warts. Is I was just a dumb kid who thought he did. Wait, how'd you find that out? <laughs> Uh, because I'd never had sex, so I just logically assumed that. No, no, no. I mean, how'd you find out it was just it was just the papules and not fucking genital warts? I googled pictures. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was gonna say because now you got a fucking burnt dick with warts. <laughs> I mean, I probably have warts now, but as like a man, you know, that's just you, your dick just becomes ribbed for their pleasure at that point. The more stuff that grows on my dick, just the more it'll feel good when I fuck a girl, you know. Oh my god! Oh my god! Have you seen those corn dildos? Yeah, exactly. My cock looks like those now. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen those grape dildos? I haven't. No. Okay. Yeah. Like I think we're getting just far and farther into like these kerneled foods, these kerneled like yeah. bunches of foods, and, and that's what your dick looks like if you have severe warts on it, and it make, <laughs> it just makes it feel even better. <laughs> oh man, I got a similar story to that though. I was um. I was uh, I was in high school and I was wrestling, right? I was wrestling. It was during the summer, and I got a little bit of ringworm on my neck, right? A little bit of ringworm, no bigger than like a nickel, on my mm-hmm. neck. Okay, it was what it was. It was small. It was just like it was only aesthetic, and but I still couldn't wrestle, so I wanted to get rid of it, right? Sure. So, I, being the really smart boy that I am, decided to take some, take a cotton ball like you did, but I put bleach on it instead. Mm. I put bleach on it instead, and then taped that to my neck. <laughs> and boy, let me tell you, they Dude. thought the ring ringworm that was, that was just that was just a little thing we can look past that. But the fucking the ensuing acid burn, the ensuing the chemical like burn on your yeah, neck. the two inch radius acid burn that I had on my neck oh. or yeah, chemical burn. It was, it's basic. There's a chemical burn on my neck was a uh, pretty discerning. Yeah. No, I don't know if you can see this on the camera, but I have a little scar on like this area of my arm. And uh, I had a wart there, and I took a I took a knife to it. I like took a knife, dug it in, and like ripped it out, and then I burned it with a lighter to seal it. Jesus, the cotton animal. <laughs> you fucking animal. And uh, yeah, cool. Well, I tried the vinegar method on it, and it wouldn't. It like came back. 
So I was like, we're going to go fucking nuclear on this thing. Scorched Earth. (laughs) Sliced it off and then burned it. And then I had just this massive, like, third degree burn on my arm. (laughs) And it's like, yeah. (laughs) I feel like there's better ways. There's better ways you could have approached that. Like, you were a kid. You probably had insurance. I could have bought, like, Dr. Scholl's, like, little freeze wart. Yeah. Yeah. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. But, you know. Can't, didn't, won't. (laughs) <laughs> already didn't do it so <laughs> on the list of things i could go back in time and change though like that's pretty low priority <laughs> yeah i mean like well so like, if you could go back in time what would you do what was the first thing you would do hmm. i would fuck stop uh stop eating so much kid yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the only thing. That was the only thing. You, that was the first thing you would do. No, it's you. you wouldn't know, like, go back and like kill Hitler or like you wouldn't. I thought you meant, thought you meant in my <laughs> own life. No, nah, if you can go back in time, I just said if you go no, back, I in wouldn't. Time. I wouldn't kill Hitler because you don't know. There's like a butterfly effect. Like uh, you kill Hitler and then something worse happens. <laughs> was it? What if it, what if it? What if it was six million Gentiles? <laughs> <laughs> that's a risk i'm willing to take (laughs) you know like (laughs) that's the the darker timeline (laughs) yeah a second more powerful hitler second more powerful hitler who doesn't kill jews he kills gentiles instead oh that's that's just a broad range of people right that's just people who aren't jews yeah (laughs) okay but in my i thought you meant in my personal life i don't know when you're a fat kid that's really your parents fault yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Like, dude, my parents did not know a fucking thing about nutrition, man. Like, it was literally like on Taco Tuesdays, for example, <laughs> we would we would get just I, literally we would eat like 14, 15 tacos as like a as like a ten year old kid. A uh, fourteen or fifteen as a ten year old. Yeah, they would like they would cheer me on to eat more, you know. <laughs> And so, like, like every week I would try to up my last week and just eating this literal, like, fucking D-grade level foods, man. <laughs> Fuck. I do. Like, dude, I remember this one time, like, I shoved, like, four quarter pounders together into, like, a big ball and, like, <laughs> ate that. I was like, guys, check it out. I'm eating a one pounder. And just... <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that might be where your health your health problems stem from? Probably, probably, oh, but man. like definitely a lot of like self consciousness came from being like a fat kid, you know? Oh, absolutely. Like I would hang out with these. Looking back, <clears throat> I used to ditch school every day with these two girls. It was me and my buddy and these two girls that were twins, hey. and like the four of us, we would ditch together. And it never occurred to me that 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 they would be interested in me, like as like a, a romantic partner, you know, but we ditched every single day together and like, we would hang out and go to the park and we'd go to their house and stuff. And like looking back, I'm just like, man, like what if she was the one and you yeah. could have, you just made a move and you would have been a, a happy, well-adjusted man. Like you'd probably have like a, a nice house in the suburbs. You would have like got your shit together. And you know, you had a kid and a dog and just a just a good life, not the one you have. <laughs> uh, 
you know, you know, there's so so check it out, right? So check it out. So the the stupidest decisions we made as younger people were probably from resulting from stress, right? At least a, a big part, a big part of them. Sure. A big part of it. You're, you're, t- you're telling me, you're telling me that you didn't go on benders due to stress, due to stress and depression. As a kid, yeah. Well, uh, I don't know about stress, but I definitely through all of middle school, it was more of just uh, the fact that it was available. I had a, I had a friend who, I guess, had just a terrible home life, but every day he would come with two bottles of water filled with vodka, and he'd give me one, and me and him would just get fucked up. And I got straight F's both years of middle school. (laughs) (laughs) Like I didn't, I didn't graduate middle school. (laughs) All right. All right. Cool. Now, now, now add, add, have those problems on your plate, but then add a kid. Okay. (laughs) So what does that have to do with? Why would I have had a kid? (laughs) <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying this, this whole, like, if I, if I could have known and started this life and have these kids and have this family, the stereotypical white picket fence, you know, neighborhood loving. Oh yeah. I wouldn't have done that at junior high. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Oh, oh, oh I thought we were like, no, was, the, the girls, the girl was in high school. That was a high school period. I'm not saying that we would have had a kid. I'm just saying, what if I didn't give a shit about anything? In high school, and I honestly, I I idealized just like dying, you know, in my like late teens, early twenties, just on Skid Row, just like, you know, mm-hmm. just being a fucking degenerate, you know. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe if I had like a like a good a good girl, a manic pixie dream girl, to just kind of <laughs> make me care about anything. Is that what you want? Do you want you want your own Ramona Flowers, Sean? I do. Oh no, Sean. Here's the thing, man. Uh, I got like I got multiple like certificates from like the state of California, um, saying that I was I tested in like the top ninety ninety five percentile in all my state tests. You know, every year I'd get one of those fucking rewards and i was in like ap and honors classes and stuff but i would like fail out of them and they put me in like regular classes and then the next year after the state test they put me back in ap and then i'd fail out of them just because i didn't (laughs) take school seriously but like i know a kid who we had the same classes together and he went on to become like an engineer for tesla and he makes like six figures he has a house he has a wife and you know he's living like a good life and I feel like he wasn't any smarter than me, you know? Yeah. He just he just took school more seriously than I did. And I just think like fuck, like that's such a that's such like an important part of your life that really sets your trajectory and just like fuck, the fact that like my kids <laughs> or that that my parents just didn't like I had no supervision <laughs> as a child. Like I really got to do whatever I wanted, and it, like my folks never went to any like parent teacher conferences. They didn't like ask about my grades or anything. And as long as I just got to the mail and like threw away my report card before they saw it, like I'd never faced any consequences for what I did. Wait, really? And down. It's just like, yeah, like as a kid, like maybe take that shit more seriously. But like as an adult, you should probably like. 
you can't expect a kid to like know the ramifications of their actions at that age, you know? Absolutely. And Absolutely. so I always feel I, like I, I almost feel like that's sorry. I almost feel like that's more of like a like our education system's fault for hinging hinging your such important years between the ages of fourteen to eighteen. Yeah. No, definitely. But just like I don't know, there's definitely a an alternate timeline where I went on to be like somebody. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is this is a welcome to the sad cast, guys. <laughs> welcome to the sad boys podcast. I don't know. I mean, there's certain parts of my life. I like. I probably never would have like joined the seas if life went well. <laughs> You know, I probably yeah. wouldn't have met most of my friends. Um, but, you know, I would have had different friends. I'd have like, I'd have had like, uh, you know, normal yuppie suburban friends who say things like, hey, you gonna come over and watch the game this weekend or something like that. Or I just got a killer <laughs> Chardonnay. You have to try. Yeah. Go to like dinner, dinner parties that have like cheese and wine and stuff. And not the kinds of parties that I go to where we play beer pong. <laughs> no, we play beer pong and take lines <laughs> and two lines of fucking coke um you know just a different a different world for me you, I, I, I remember my uh my buddy his dad uh worked at the docks um like detailing like boats right right and me me and my buddy would like go make a little extra cash detailing boats out there and it just gave you a a view into like a different a different life, you know? Yeah. Like me and my buddy both lived in like the hood. <laughs> and <laughs> his dad, you know, was an immigrant, like uh who cleaned boats. But like the people whose boats we cleaned were obviously the kinds of people who could afford boats. And so like I went to a few like parties with these people and just uh just a completely different world than like what you're used to growing up in the kinds of socioeconomic class that I did. And, you know, it just kind of makes you think like that could have been, could have been you in a different world. And I don't know. I thought about that. I thought about that quite extensively. Like, you know, I, I, at this point, if I focus in school and I went to college and then computers, like I planned, you know, I probably could be staying in a nice city you know, making six figures, getting by, you know, with wife, like thinking about settling down with a wife and kids and stuff, you know, but like, I don't know. I've, I've, I've met enough people who've, who are, you know, quote unquote successful, who still haven't moved past like a hundred miles from where they were born, you know, like there's still sure. people who I know who are still successful, like who still considered successful, but they still live in Hemet. And yeah. I, I just, I, I don't know. But I don't I, I, I know. <clears throat> I know that there's plenty of uh, people who are not that successful who also have not left my hometown. You know? True. Yeah. Mostly out of, out of econ economic reasons, you know, <laughs> like at, at least if you were, you know, if you had like a, a real career, you would have like vacation days and stuff. And like, you could go to other countries like the, the aforementioned friend that works at Tesla Every weekend, he's like, he's in like Hong Kong or Dubai or something, like on a business trip, and like really? just getting to getting to like see the world, you know. Not bad. And 
I mean, I've seen the world, but in I've seen the country at least just, but like I got to experience what it's like to be poor in different places. <laughs> like that's really the extent of my experience. Like, cause I've, I've lived a lot of places, you know, lived in Sacramento, lived in San Francisco, you know, lived in Denver, Colorado. When's it in San Francisco? Uh, well, just outside of San Francisco, at least okay. in, a hotel, in a hotel when I was doing <laughs> contracting queue work. <laughs> You know? Oh, me too. Yeah, uh, lived around that the area. <laughs> I mean, we 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 got to go to San Francisco like every other weekend, you know. Yeah, it's like, it's Did, like uh, in San Francisco. Yeah, same thing. But uh, you know, I ever really got to like go to these places for leisure, <laughs> you know? Uh. Like, never got to like go as a vacation. It was more of like you live in a hotel and work seven <laughs> and work 70, 70 hours a week. <laughs> Dude, just, Oh, I can see. Oh, I see. You're just not on my grind set. I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm still on a mindset and not a grind set. <sighs> no, dude, that shit's such bullshit because I used to work at this like pizza factory, right? Okay. And there's another guy I knew that worked there. And as far as just like getting a job without like having to have a degree, it was a it was a good job to have. Like they start you out at like sixteen, you know. Yeah. Um, and I knew a guy who would take every single shift like that was available to him. He was working, oh. like, not even lying, like eighty, ninety hour weeks, you know, because he would he would work with me on the night on the night overnight shift, and then he would like take his Stay. lunch and then and then clock in for the morning shift. And it's just like that dude is never gonna be rich, like literally never. Like you just mathematically is not possible at fifteen an hour to like no matter how many hours you're working to become rich. And yet he works harder than anybody I had ever met. But man, did he not have like any hobbies or anything? Like there is, we would we would unload trucks together, and he just wouldn't have anything to say about anything, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. his life, his life is there. His life is there, just like throwing boxes all day. And it's just like this whole grind set thing, dude. Like it's not worth it, man. <laughs> like it's really fucking not. Like you're no. gonna kill yourself doing this shit. No, it's it's absolutely not. That fucking and it boggles my mind when people are like trying to push, you know, for like. Not even a forty hour, like, or like, 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 even like a forty hour work week. At you know, four days on, three days off. You know, or even yeah. going lower to thirty hour weeks. You know, I, I, every single time, I always hear fucking conservatives coming through saying like, "Oh, you're just lazy and don't want to work." Well, yeah. it's like not, not necessarily. I mean, yes, I don't want to work, as like of no course, one does, of course. <laughs> but you know, I understand that I have to work, and I accept that, and I'm willing to you know put that into put into society. I don't want to have to sacrifice my entire life to work. Yeah, That's like absolutely ridiculous. There's got to be some sort of work-life balance, dude. Like, but that's what they they want, though. Because like, you ever see any of the fucking vampire ghouls on Fox News talk about like poor people are buying TVs, and it's just like, what do you what do you want from like a poor like a poor person? What they want is for them to work and then go home and stare at a wall until it's time to go back to work. You know, like. Yeah. I, I saw another segment where they were just talking about like uh, this guy wrote an article about like how he works full time and then also like drives Uber on the side and how like 
you know, just economically, it's the only way he can stay above water. And they were talking about like, I'm so glad I live in a country where people get the option to work a second job, you know? Uh. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this is such a great opportunity that I can, um, I can work a full-time job and then also get fucked over by Uber. <laughs> and like, you know, pick up drunk chicks from the bar at, at fucking two in the morning. <laughs> you know, like it's just such a so gr- I'm so grateful for this fucking opportunity. It's fantastic. Yay, it's giggle like, me. Yeah. Saw another fucking ghoul. I think it was Rahm Emanuel, actually. It was actually like a Democrat ghoul, like an old school Democrat ghoul who was talking about like uh how retirement is like overrated or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, you have these people, they're retiring, they're not being productive anymore. They're going just riding motorcycles and going on vacations and just like not really producing anything. And it's like fucking good. <laughs> like you <laughs> you slave away your whole fucking life. Like you you can't even ride a motorcycle at 65 without fucking getting shit talked to <laughs> by now, these fuck fucking off. <laughs> It's like, what the fuck? I spent my entire life at this fucking tape company. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, doing fucking union tape work. Yeah. No, I use that as an example because my buddy's dad, actually, was like a, a Vietnam veteran. And afterwards, he got this job at fucking 3M, right? Like the fucking tape guys. Yeah. He just did that his whole fucking life. And he's got like little plaques on the wall of like 15 years of service, 20 How years of service. How sticky his tape was. You know, just yeah, just all these like fucking things on the wall. But like, fuck, dude, life is so fucking pointless, man. Like, because like you know that the fucking second he retired, they never thought about him again. They never fucking in his fucking thirty, forty years at this place, probably they probably never met his fucking boss. His fucking the CEO of the company never fucking looked him in the eye and acknowledged his humanity. Just fucking, he was just a, a a cog in the machine for 40 years, you know? Yeah. And this is not me to shit on his life. Like, my life has no meaning. But just uh, just that concept of that your entire life is spent working as, like, a faceless person in this fucking machine. Shit fucking scares me. It does. It absolutely terrifies me, man. Yeah. But it's like, what the fuck is the... Because, you know, you you read economists in like the fucking 60s and 70s were talking about just like with all this advancement in technology, like in 20 years, we could have a 20 hour work week. And like that should never happen. (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) no. Are you fucking stupid? No. By by like sheer number, Americans work more than anyone else in the world. We work more than feudal peasants did, dude. What? Yeah. The recent study came out that showed that like modern Americans work more than fucking like peasants did in the medieval times. Jesus. And it's just like, and the thing is too, like there's a, the coronavirus showed that like how many jobs could be done from home, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, there's multiple studies that show that like people are only productive for like four hours of the day. So like, you know, and and people will will take the amount of time allotted to them to do any task. 
So if you give somebody a task and you give them eight hours, they'll stretch it for eight hours. But if you give them four hours, they'll do it in four, you know, like we, the reason that we do this is because we're paid hourly for one and like literally could not afford to live if they cut our hours, you know, but also like, it's just a, the entire like restaurant industry is kept afloat by the fact that we're so tired that we just eat out all the time rather than like cook our own food, you know, like the last thing I want to do when I get off of work is like go cook. So yeah, I'll go roll into a fucking subway and I'll pay fucking $12 for a sandwich. Like, (laughs) like I get going to a restaurant and ordering like a chicken cordon bleu or something that like, that would be a pain in the ass to cook, but I'm literally out there ordering a fucking ham sandwich (laughs) for like 12 for like 12 bucks you know just because i don't feel like doing it and then i go home and i sit sit on my ass and watch like the office for the 50th time and then go to sleep and then back to work the next day and it's just like but our entire service industry is kept afloat by the fact that we're we're all exhausted all the time you know yeah like if people had the time to like pursue meaningful things like how how many useless trinkets would we not buy anymore to like glean some happiness off of them you know (laughs) like how how many times have you been on amazon at fucking like two in the morning just like maybe this thing will make me happy (laughs) every day every day (laughs) all i need is this thing that'll make me happy (laughs) (laughs) but i can't afford it and then and then yeah and then you you pl- you budget. You're like, okay, on the next paycheck, I'm not going to spend any of it. And then like, and then your car needs an oil change, and you're like, fuck, okay. Or like, <laughs> or like, you need to you need to get new tires, which is like another 800 bucks, which is like your whole paycheck anyway. And you're like, oh yeah, well there goes that. And it's just uh... fuck. We're just constantly on this tightrope that like, if any any emergency happened. Dude, I fucking imagine if you had to go to the hospital for any reason. Oh, no, uh, not. <laughs> yeah, dude, like imagine if you just like passed out at work and like they fucking you wake up in the hospital and you're just like, fuck, dude. Like just being here, I can feel myself going 10 grand in the hole. <laughs> oh, I, I've already I've already committed to the fact that if anything ever like drastic happens to me where I get like insane medical bills, I have to leave the country. I literally just have to become an, an expat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Italy, sorry. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Got to go to Italy or something somewhere that they don't they don't extradite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could they uh, extradite you for medical bills? I have no clue, man. That'd be fucked up. Holy but, shit, land of the free. But fuck yeah. <laughs> How would you? I, I I couldn't I could afford to start over in a new country. <laughs> I, I, I no. be an asylum seeker. <laughs> okay. You ever I see only... stowaway? Like, think of a stowaway on a boat. Just like find, find like a cargo ship going across the across the Atlantic. Just like get your little <laughs> your little baseball boy calf and like your like your your your, plat, your brown bag and just hide out yeah. in the boxes back. Like the, the little bag. news, my newsboy. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have my crutches. It's polio that I caught, by the way. That's what's <laughs> that's, what, <laughs> that's what jacked up my medical bills. <laughs> and then I stow away on a boat. Uh. <laughs> But I can only go to English-speaking countries. So I got England, Ireland, Australia. Those are my options. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I, I mean, like, if you're not put, you're not going to put any effort into learning the language. Yeah, you got to go. If you're, if you're then, starting, <laughs> how you you starting from scratch, man? You gotta, I gotta learn a whole new language on top of being homeless. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. I, I, I mean, okay, check this out. Check this out. Ready? Have you ever heard of? Have you ever heard of people coming from Mexico? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so the, check, uh, check this out. Not only it's not only that they also have like a, like a sure. two week long camping trip. Here's Before what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Just, uh, the, they, those are better men than I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's simple. They're just better than me. <laughs> yes. Oh, 1000%. Are you kidding me? I, you know, for all my complaining about being like low income, uh, I don't have half the fucking gumption of a, an illegal immigrant. <laughs> no, the, me the, the, the drive or the ingenuity. I picked strawberries one summer. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. I'm from, I'm from the number one provider of strawberries in the country and as a huge migrant worker population. And let me just tell you, not the fucking business, dude. It's literally backbreaking fucking labor. (laughs) <laughs> it's backbreaking labor and you get paid per crate of strawberries that you pick so yeah. like yeah it's a nifty little way to avoid paying you like any sort of like minimum wage and jesus just uh you're on your fucking like you're hunched over all day picking strawberries man and oh, also man. there's a whole there's a huge uh problem with like uh cancer among the migrant worker community because because they just like fly little planes over and just dump pesticides while people are working wait while they're working (laughs) yeah just fucking the little little flyover just (laughs) and so like there's just a bunch of like can't like that's the the hidden benefit of uh like undocumented workers is that there are literally no there are no safety regulations for that. Not one, dude. There that are no sucks. like minimum wage. There's nothing like they just as exploited as the average worker is. They get double exploited. All right. Yeah, no, it, it, I really, I, I don't know. I really respect. I really respect migrant workers, and and the fact that yeah. like the fact that the whole right wing is so against migrant workers but then they're exact like every single person who hires them is probably white ring yeah this fucking makes me sick this makes me absolutely sick and the no, same thing they... with like them like touting capitalism how capitalism is just the savior from communism and you know in the way that god wants it to what no. it wants it to be and then they practice capitalism and they, they fucking get in trouble I don't you know. would just it's... you would just be they just want everyone to be a migrant worker is what the actual goal is to just not have any worker rights whatsoever would be the ideal solution. Oh yeah, no, I, 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 oh absolutely, absolutely. As 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 to put every as many fucking um, responsibilities onto you that I don't have to care for is the fucking goal. I yeah. know a guy. I know a guy who has his own mobile welding service. Mm-hmm. His own mobile service company, but every person he hires has to have their own contractor's license. Mm-hmm. Which at that point, why the fuck go to his business? Just if you have your own license to do business, yeah, do just your own go business. do your own business. Yeah, yeah. So, so obviously, his company is failing. Yeah, but like, <laughs> no. What the ideal, the ideal capitalist model would be one factory the size of a fucking continent, 
and at the top would be a guy who need not lift a fucking finger but reaps all of the benefits of all of his fucking slaves. I mean, you see Amazon opening their fucking company towns now. Like that's literally What? Yeah. I read that. Yeah. And it's like that's what th- that's capitalism would just be a new form of feudalism, but every billionaire would be a king, you know? And once you like live on their like they both own your housing and your job, you know? Mm. Like they they set the prices for everything. Like what the fuck sort of freedom is that, you know? It's not. It's, it's literally not. not. Because like, here's the thing. Slaves also were fed and housed, you know? Like yeah. so if you if you live in one of these fucking <laughs> if you live in one of these fucking like Amazon cities and you get paid, you know, a certain amount, but your rent costs conveniently the same amount that you're you're getting paid. It's like, what the fuck's the difference? Like, just because you take home a wage doesn't mean that you're not a fucking slave, dude. Yeah. No, it's like, that's oh, what they man, don't understand. They talk about like fucking your taxes being taken out, but your rear rent is a tax, is a private tax that you get taken out. And I guarantee you that you pay more in that than anything. Like, you, you have to buy food. That's also a monthly tax. Like, you have yeah. to pay for your fucking, you know, deductible your health insurance you know you have to pay your fucking monthly premium that's also a tax so it's just like yeah you might get to take home a a check that says a thousand dollars but there are things that are going to have to come out of that check you know Mm -hmm. and it's just no exactly dude like the fact that you know i paid what 12 grand a year on just on rent and i have it super cheap here in california yeah you know that's pretty fucking unheard of yeah. yeah and then like and and it's not like it's not like i'm struggling i'm not really struggling like monetarily wise but like i know there's a lot of people who are and it's just oh yeah and like and, and then this is in a, this is a small shitty town you know this is mm-hmm. in a small shitty town that like that has like abnormally cheap rent you mm-hmm. know that's but that's not part of any of the major um the major cities in sure. california so no I I, it's crazy too and just imagine i don't know just the idea that they they have it like I worked for everything, blah, 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 kind of thing that these fucking like conservatives have, but they don't recognize that. Like, I don't know if you didn't have like a supportive family to help you out in tough situations, like just how fucked you would be, you know? Yeah. Like if you did like have to make it completely on your own, like that shit's hard, dude. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, man. I yeah. So like, shout, so so once again, shout out to immigrants. <laughs> shout out to immigrants, man. But just uh, like picture the life of like a, a a kid who gets pregnant in like Texas, right? Like a uh, like a sixteen year old kid. Like, what the fuck happens to that person? Like, just logically through their lives. Like, if they if their if their parents like cut them off or something you know like they have to go get a job at fucking like like because a 16 year old has no no skills or education so they have to work at some fucking minimum wage job and like then they have to find someone to watch their kid and then like the cost of like daycare is insane and like you know how are they ever going to improve their situation in life they have to work and they're paid for their kid like they can't fucking go to school it's just no. like they're just fucked in 
and you're just fucked. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations on the boy. You're fucked. You're just, your life is fucked, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what, um, uh, Carlin, Carlin has a bit on that one. He's talking about, he's literally talking about conservatives, how they're like, you know, they're so pro-life. They're so pro-life. You know, you can't harm this baby. You're, you're murdering a child from God, you know, but as soon as you come out, as soon as you come out of the world, as soon as you come out of the womb, Fuck you! You're on your own. You'll pay for your own pay for your own food at the school you're forced to go to. You know, yeah. until until you get to service to make the service member age. Yeah. Until you get to you know until you become actually become conscripted in the army, then they care about you again. And yeah. He says if if you're preborn, right, yeah. If you're if, if you're preborn, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's just uh, fuck, man. Shit sucks, dude. <laughs> it does. Shit sucks. Are, am I even picking up your audio? Are you showing up? Yeah. Okay. I'm not seeing it. I just double checking. I'm, I'll cut this. Oh, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Do, do, do you think we should go on? Keep going. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, just I keep, mean, like, oh, keep uh, going. Keep going. Keep getting depressed about the yeah, state. This is... About the state of the world. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We went from like a. We started this episode on such a, on such a good note too. We're talking about breeding, yeah. Like, the entire pot, like the entire. I don't like, know 10 what minutes. I don't know what happened. I don't know. This, <laughs> oh, took, yeah. this took a hard turn. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think I think I think we should make this the shortest one today. Yeah. Okay, you want to cut it here? I think we're gonna cut it here, guys. You all have a beautiful night. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Thanks for interpreting. Thank you, come dogs.